Hello, freaky babes. Coco here to give you a little rundown on today's episode. It was recorded remotely, so the audio is a little different than normal. Uh, we just want to give you a, a heads up about that, as well as the fact that we do, we talk about it in the episode, but we do now have a website. That's laughspod.com, L-A-F-S-P-O-D.com. And on there, you can get links to our social media and, of course, our cryptid cupid form where you can fill out and submit your own writings or erotica. And you can also leave us some feedback if that's something you'd like to do. Or you could submit something that you found online. That's also welcome. All the rules and things like that are written on there. And there's a little bit of a about us page as well. Come check us out. And I hope you enjoy the show. So I have some updates on Ice Planet Barbarians as I have not read it, but partner has read it. So um, she was giving me the lowdown on the uh, the story itself. Um, and also it is very horny. And also there's like 27 books in this series. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Now, I, I believe that a lot of them are very short. Um, I don't think they're all like full length, uh, but hot damn. Okay. Um, How much can you write about a blue horny barbarian? A lot. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently a lot. Apparently yeah. a lot. So uh, just some, some rundown there. You know, we talked about whether or not there would be some like, um, uh, which, like uh, not consent things, but um control or or ownership stuff that like christian gray feel um like a possessiveness sort of yes possessiveness yeah. that's that's what i was looking for um so i guess i'm gonna give you just like a breakdown of the like space science that went into this book which is actually fascinating and i'm super into it okay so the blue people I uh, got an explanation as to why they're not like big and hairy for this ice world. They're actually not from this ice world either. They crashed <laughs> there as well. Um, Spoilers. Now their family's been there for a long time or their, their people have been there for a long time. Um, but they also can't survive in the temperatures or the atmosphere. Uh, but they found a solution. There is a parasite that lives in this gigantic, like kind of woolly mammoth esque creature that lives on the planet that uh, when put inside of your body, it is a, um, a symbiotic relationship, but it raises your core temperature by quite a hefty amount. And it also makes it so that you can filter out the atmosphere. Um, and you have like, once you land on the planet, you have like an eight hour window in which to receive said parasite. Um, and also the parasite makes you horny as fuck. <laughs> there it is. I was like, yeah. where's this, where's this come into the play with the horny? Like, do you oh, have yeah. to pass, pass the parasite through sucks or like, yeah, it's, yeah it, it just like 
makes you wanna fuck real bad. Um, and it, they have like a whole system of like, um, pair bonding where like, not necessarily that they're strictly monogamous, but once you find your, your like other, then it's like this. It's a, it's a very heteronormative book for sure. Mm. Um, and it definitely has some fan, fantasy. Uh, my partner was saying like, um, it, it sounded like someone who had been cheated on wrote a story that was like, mm. like this lockdown that once you pick your partner, it's like not just imperative, but like there's no, you can't even think of sleeping with someone else. It's like, yeah, all right. That, uh, that sounds a bit like probably it. won't read that then. No offense yeah. to it. I'm sure no, it's, it's good elements, but someone sounds like they're trying to process some shit. Probably. But apparently it is mega horny and very sexy. My partner was real riled up from reading that book. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely like, if you're into a breeding kink, oh yeah, it's going to get you. Also fucking monsters, you know, because it is big blue people. Um, That's right on my fucking alley. I will will (laughs) warn that there is an initial scene that is definitely consent questionable. Um, Mm. But it's kind of explained in a okay way where it's like um, the blue guy didn't understand that the person he was meeting wouldn't have the same parasite and the same like drive the way that they do where it's like, that's how they function is they just like sleep together when they want to kind of thing. Um, And so she's asleep when he initially Mm. uh, um, does oral upon her. Um, so yeah, so it's like, that's not great, but then they kind of explain it. And then once, once she explains it to him, he goes back to his people and explains it to them so that they don't do the same thing to all the sexy women that were also crash landed (laughs) on the planet. Um, so he lets them know that like, yeah, yeah. He lets them know that their culture doesn't, doesn't do that. And that if they want to pair off, that's great. But they, the, the women are going to choose that and they don't get to tell them or, or jump in or all that stuff. So I don't know. Like I, it, it kind of, I feel like came out clean in the wash, but, <laughs> but I'll, I'll at least give that warning to anyone who's like, I'm going to read that book. Just like heads up. It does happen. Um, but it sounds like for the most part, it's, it's pretty chill. Cool. 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 So, do y'all want to get into it? Yeah. Yes. Dive. Hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. I'm Joyce. My pronouns are she, they, and I will be your resident cryptid researcher with the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm here to rep the monster fucker and all of us. I will be bringing the monster porn. Woo woo. And also joining me is Coco. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Coco. I am the layman's when it comes to the cryptids. I don't know a lot of them. I know the main, you know, the big four kind of thing. Um, but uh, I also have a background in gender and sexuality. So that's kind of what I'm bringing to the table. But mostly I'm just bringing the horny. Yeah, love pretty it. much. Love pretty it. much just bringing that. love it all right so 
Today, we're going to talk about the Adaro. Just a spoiler alert, based on my research, the Adaro are figures in early Polynesian stories, and I kind of get got the impression that uh, they hold a kind of spiritual significance. So we won't be exactly sexualizing this particular flavor of person, but do not fret. We have some <laughs> sexy fish humanoid related antics for all you horny people at home. So with that out of the way, so the Adaro are malevolent person like creatures found in the stories of the people from what is now known as the Solomon Islands. Some stories refer to them more as nature spirits, while others describe them as demons. Adaro are supposedly able to go between kind of an ethereal ghost form and a more physical one. Hey, just uh, to check, was it Malel? Malel? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> both can't say <laughs> Malevolence? No, no, that's not it either. Benevolent. Is that right? Benevolent. Oh, shit. Should I just do that over? Wait, malevolent? Malevolent. Yeah. There we go. Is malevolent. <laughs> Malevolent, like they're not benevolent, they're malevolent. Malevolent. Mal God. Maybe I should just do it over and skip that word. They're meanies. They're meanies. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna yeah. do that over and we can choose how to the Adaro or Mer person like creatures found the stories of the people from what is now known as the Solomon Islands. Some stories refer to them more as nature spirits, while others describe them as demons. Adaro are supposedly kind of a more ethereal ghost form or a more physical one. Uh, it's kind of when they choose. Um, they are usually described as humanoids with gills behind their ears, tail fins for feet, a horn like a shark's dorsal fin, and a swordfish or sawfish-like spear growing out of their forehead. Um, some accounts say they're more like humans mixed with sea serpents rather than fish. And I've also heard some descriptions where the Adaro have mouths like sharks, which are super wide and full of sharp, shark teeth. Um, they primarily live in the Pacific Ocean near Oceania, uh, which is like Australia, New Zealand, and all that jazz. Um, here's the kind of spiritual bit. The Adaro are said to arise from the wicked part of a person's spirit, uh, which is uh, divided between the Unga, which is like the good side, which dies, and the Adaro, which is the evil side, which stays as a ghost. Basically, the Unga moves on to the afterlife while the Adaro haunts the ocean. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty interesting. They are said to travel. <laughs> this part cracks me up. They are said to travel in water spouts and along rainbows. <laughs> also, weird bit. I read a couple of sources say that they go back and forth between the sun. Like they actually live on the sun. Which, as a water creature, wouldn't that be like your worst nightmare to live on the sun? Right? <laughs> Am I wrong on this? Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe. I mean, I <laughs> maybe it's know. great. It, maybe you just, can swim in the, the hot, flowing magma. Well, I guess it's not magma. What is that? Uh, just like, isn't it like nuclear fusion over and over and over again? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what you yeah. call like the actual miasma of the <laughs> whatever go <Or> on <laughs> <laughs> also i i will say um they did get now uh i'm really bad at words today man they got queer status queer uh what's mascot status because they ride rainbows so heads up these are now a mascot for queerness <laughs> we got them they're ours um so 
The Adara are said to be very dangerous. They uh, are said to kill unwary fishermen by firing poisonous fish at them. (laughs) (laughs) In the cure of the ailing sailor, you obviously need to make an offering to the Adaro. Um, On that note, they tend to detest humans, though sometimes they come to men in their sleep to teach them new songs and dances. Their relationship with humans seems pretty complicated, apparently. (laughs) Still, that just deepening the connection to queer mascot. (laughs) I will come to you in your dreams and teach you new dances. (laughs) Dances, new songs. Woo. That's like the idea or the, the, the mental image of like fishermen in a boat, just like, you know, doing their thing. And all of a sudden they just get like slapped in the face with a poisonous fish. Like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like some like, Python shit. It's just like a floppy, like fake fish, like smacks them. <laughs> I'm just waiting you know, for the day that Lil Nas X is like, yeah, this weird like fish person comes to me in my sleep and kind of <laughs> with a lot of my ideas. It's really great. I mean, have you seen the Montero music video? It's full many of times. Cryptid, many and times. And a bunch of like Greek stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Also, I love how like I saw like someone slow down or like did a still from uh, the part where his character gets hit in the head with a stone, but it's actually a butt plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it, so good, love it, love it, love it. Uh, okay. Anywho, um, I could not find a lot of uh, reported sightings on the Adaro. Obviously, people from all throughout time and across the globe have seen. Lots of like had encounters with mer people of all sorts um, throughout time. Did y'all know that historic pile of human garbage Christopher Columbus saw mermaid? Yeah, I have heard in, that before. Uh, oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, in 1493, he claimed to have seen three mermaids or sirens off the coast of Hispaniola. Uh, he had said that unlike folklore, these creatures weren't beautiful due to the masculine features of their face. Whatever. Um, but most historians figure the shitbag just saw some manatees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always like figured that it's manatees. And I'm thinking, these these sailors, they are a lonely bunch. Yeah, <laughs> They're they like, are. Apparently. Beautiful or, babes out here. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, you know, I'm sure they didn't really have access to, I don't know, medicines and healthcare. So I'm sure maybe like I have like, you know, some issues with vision and things and maybe it's just like and also the water it distorts shit yeah (laughs) yeah well it's kind of like if you've ever seen uh, a whale um breaching the water like that is that is incredibly um like serpent like it looks like a giant sea serpent it makes perfect sense that we would have thought that they were sea monsters especially when there's a bunch of them in a pod you just see these like little curved things popping out of the water and it looks like tentacles or, or a snake underneath the water. It's, it's cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine like you don't have a frame of reference before that point. So you're like, what the fuck is that? So yeah, that totally tracks. Um, so in 1967 on main Island, a ferry of tourists, um, were astonished to see a blonde mermaid on a beach. Uh, the people claimed that the creature was eating a raw salmon while enjoying the waves splashing upon her. Um, a similar kind of sighting happened in that area about a week later, uh, but most people didn't really believe it. But this, uh, a man by the name of Charles White from the Undersea Gardens, don't know what that is, 
was desperate to prove her existence and offered $25,000 as a reward and also claimed he would give the mermaid a room with whatever she liked. (laughs) Uh, As you might have guessed, nobody was able to capture or find the mermaid. And as time passed, the story kind of died down. This one's a pretty interesting one. I will. I, I do have to interject here. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that person, Charles White, was trying to buy a mermaid wife. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. And I, and I love the like, I'll make you a room with anything you want in it. It's just like cool. That sounds like a great prison. Like what? <laughs> what? Fuck you. <laughs> like a Beauty and the Beast scenario or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You'll grow to love me. Most, <laughs> most certainly. <laughs> Like, also, um, when you say any room you like, you mean the bathroom, right? Because she needs water. Like, where the fuck else are you going to put her in your house? In the den? Like, what the fuck? She's like, I want the kitchen. He's like, fuck. (laughs) And I have to make it concrete, fill it with water. It's going to ruin everything. Oh, gosh. This one's pretty interesting. It's, I can't. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to say this name wrong, but. Jeff Leisure, Leisure, um, a diver in Hawaii, claimed to not only have seen a mermaid, but come in contact with one. He was about 20 minutes off the coast of Kauai uh, when he saw a woman kind of swimming under the water with a pod of dolphins. But he thought it was really weird because she was keeping up with the pace of dolphins. And, you know, they swim pretty fast. Um, She was about 10 feet away. Suddenly, she jumped in the air and revealed that she had a fishtail. And so... There were also people on the boat that Jeff kind of jumped off of who also claimed to see the same thing. Supposedly she jumped twice and kind of disappeared. Um, you know, after he kind of collected himself, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back underwater and take some underwater photos. Maybe he was hoping to maybe catch her again. Uh, about an hour later, the same mermaid brushed up against him. He was able to snap one photo, uh, which he submitted to three different photography labs who all analyzed it and said it hadn't been tampered with. Um, as you might imagine, the image was pretty blurry and it was blurry as all hell and just looked like a slim figure with long hair underwater. I'd like to say I've seen this photo and they seem to be just, they seem to be wearing a bathing suit top. And I'm not sure about y'all, but and I'm, I doubt mer people have the same like concepts of shame and things associated with breasts as humans. I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, Ariel had to wear them shells. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Also, how those fucking shells stay on? Were they like pasties? No, they were actually like half shell. Uh, Oysters. Like, yeah, like some kind of muscle or abalone. So like, they're just like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just, they just suck on her titties 24-7. Apparently. Oh, shit. Um, actually, a little bit more recent in 2012 in Zimbabwe, some dam workers hired a group of divers and tasked them with fixing a water pump because the pipes were blocked while under the water, the divers all saw a mermaid and they quickly resurfaced. They refused to go back in the water so much so that they hired another set of divers to go and do the job. And they all also claim to see the same thing in the dam remains unfinished to this day, apparently, Um, (laughs) which I thought was an interesting little tidbit. And one last thing before I pass it on to Jim, you can't mention mer people without talking about pt barnum's the uh, fiji mermaid which was basically a mummified monkey sewed onto a fish tail not oh yeah not great <laughs> on on a lot of levels pretty bad well, i mean it's taxidermy 
I love a strange taxidermy. Like a jackalope? Jackalope. Just anything, really. Yeah. I love all the the badly, like it's, it is what it is, but like it's so badly done that it just looks like It just looks creepy as fuck. Of, yeah, that, it just looks like a pile of wrong. It's like the... <laughs> The infamous fox that's like sitting in a chair that God. just has a terrible, like wide eyed and like just looks like ragged beyond reason. Yeah, I have a book of bad taxidermy. I have a, I have mixed feelings on it. I always kind of feel a little weird about like death and disrespecting uh, the dead, even if it's animals. Um, that book is full of disrespect. <laughs> My opinion, those animals do not look like what they did when they were alive and walking the earth, just saying. I I really want to write a book just called a book full of disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, get to work. Um, but yeah, so that's a Daro. Talked a little bit about some mer people of other types. Uh, there's tons, by the way, uh, in my research. I saw a lot that will probably come up again. Wink. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess the question is, do mer people fuck? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> we 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 know mer people fuck. I I, would... I I so easily found a mer person porn online. Like I, I honestly like I I looked up cryptid explicit, and it was like the third one down from the top. Like, <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> Love it. I was I was gonna say one of the like can you imagine one of our episodes where it's like, do they fuck? And we're just like, no, and that's the <laughs> we just saying it. That's it. Oh Bye. That's credits. Oh shit. Well, g- give me that horny stuff. I'm ready. Oh well, I'm going to. Do you all want to see my setup? that I have going right now. Like you can't yeah. see it because see a little fireplace there. Is that Very like nice. the, the fake gas fire or what is that? No, it's electric. My boo got it for Christmas. Oh, it looks really parents. nice. It yeah. is really nice. I don't have the heat on right now, but cause it's like a little space heater. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've been wanting a space heater for the basement here. Maybe I'll grab something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't think they're that expensive. The small ones anyway. Yeah. And they're really pretty. You know, you're just, you just I just have it turned on for the ambiance. I love a good space heater. I love a good ambiance. <laughs> this is true. I like that as well. All right. All right. All right. All right. Coco, do you have your dialogue? Grip it and rip it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Grip it and ripping it. Uh, let's see. Do I have the dialogue? It should be in the folder on drive. Ah, yes. Here we are. Oh, no. I opened the wrong thing. Sorry, it opened up my music. Of course, music just froze and wasn't responding. Okay, here we go. All right. Can you, how how are we going to do this? Because usually I point at you. Like, you can can still do the point. Yeah. Okay. There might be a little bit of a lag because of the virtualness, but I think it should work still, right? Okay. All right. This is from a compilation of different cryptids that this writer wrote for. So like each chapter is a different thing. Um, But we're lucky because there's chapter two and chapter four were both for the mermaid and they're short. So I'm just putting, I just put them together. Sweet. Sounds good. Okay. 
Chapter two, Mermaid. And this is by Sugar underscore Fairy on Archive of Our Own. And I believe they're probably on um uh Tumblr as well. Like most of these stories, I think, come come from Tumblr, but I could be wrong. All right. The golden hour sun cast its orange light on the island. Annika set down the oars and hopped out of the rowboat. She pushed the boat onto the shore, grunting with exertion. Brushing the dirt from her hands, she stripped off her dress and walked along the pebbled beach in her bikini. The wind rustled through the trees, whipping up leaves and pine needles. The island sat in the middle of a large lake that was part of the edge of the property. Annika had discovered it when exploring, following a densely wooded path that had led to a gorgeous lake with a small lake house. She noticed a rippling in the water and the flash of green scales. She crept slowly along the shore, stretching her arms up. She turned her back to the water and bent down to touch her toes, showing off her ass to whatever was in the water. She stretched. I do want to just point out, like, you don't like it could be a fish. It's probably a fish. You're just just a regular one. A fish. Yeah. Just a regular one. She's like, like a little guppy. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, what okay. you think down there? Anybody? <laughs> uh, anybody what interested? <laughs> <laughs> she strained up and undid the ties to her bikini top, lowering it down to expose her small breasts. She looked over her shoulder and saw the flash of scales again, closer this time. She dropped the bikini to did catch someone's attention. Oh, guppy <laughs> is ready to come and gup. <laughs> I don't know. She dropped the bikini to the she dropped the bikini top to the ground. The waves crept up and tickled her feet, taking the bikini top and sweeping it out into the lake. A hand peeked out of the water to grab the bikini top. The ripple in the water approached the shore, and Annika could make out a figure with seaweed green hair and copper skin. The mermaid splashed the water with her fins and swam up towards the shore. You dropped this. The mermaid held up the bikini top by one of the strings. Do you all hear Domo barking? Yeah. 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 This is my life and this is what it sounds like in my house 24-7. So. <laughs> this is a content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought someone was knocking at the door at first. No, no. If someone was knocking at the door, you would hear sounds that sounded... Not like they came from a dog, but like they came from a demon. Um, so Domo is probably a demon. I I assume <laughs> probably so, a demon. The best thing about Domo is when she's just like doing her like like <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> These noises. <laughs> It is constant. Like there's always a constant stream of like strange noises coming from her. Not unlike uh, Lucy, who constantly is just doing her little like. "Mm, mm." (laughs) What's wrong with these dogs? (laughs) They all have they all have anxiety. Yeah. God, join the club, dogs. Yeah, truly. All right. So maybe we should, I'll point to you again so we can do that line again, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You dropped this. The mermaid held up, held up the bikini top by one of the strings. Annika waded into the water until it reached her knees. She got onto her knees and took the mermaid by the arm, taking the bikini top and throwing it carelessly over her shoulder. She stared into the mermaid's eyes, the color of the deepest ocean. The well, that would be black, but <laughs> 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 
The mermaid's full lips were inches from her own. She leaned forward and pressed her lips to the mermaid's. The mermaid gasped and Annika, or the mermaid gasped as Annika kissed her down her neck. The mermaid groped at Annika's breast, bending down to suck at the nipples. She kissed Annika's belly, moving slowly down to her pussy. The mermaid lay down on her back between Annika's legs, pulling her down onto her face. Annika moaned and rocked her hips. She leaned forward and groped at the mermaid's breasts, fingering the dark, tight nipples. She could feel the... <laughs> God, these two are so fucking horny. I mean, that they, was like... Hung uh, immediately. Up. There was, was no like zero to 60. Yeah. No, they don't know each other's names, nothing. Shit, not even a hello. Uh-uh, not even a hello. God. Like a glory okay. hole situation over here. Just <laughs> you hang your butt through the tiny hole over the ocean and just see what happens. I know. Quick, quick and question. Top, but you have to fart. Yeah, you have fart. <laughs> um, quick question. So make sure I'm keeping up with the literature because it's moving at quite a pace. Um, the did it mention uh, the humans' pussy or the mermaids' pussy? The mermaid. No, hold on. I guess I'm going at quite a pace too. Let me see. <laughs> I thought it was a human. For it. I thought it was a human. I think so, but I was just like making sure. I was like, hmm. yeah, okay. The mermaid groped at Annika's breasts, bending down to suck at the nipples. She kissed Annika's belly, who's the human, moving slowly down to her pussy. So cool. Annika's the human's pussy. Yeah. No more. No fish puss yet. We're good. We might Not get yet. <laughs> Y'all don't know about fish puss, do you? I think I probably told you about fish puss. You've you've mentioned it. Okay. As a separate thing, or are you talking about a cloaca? Like what what's no, uh there's a <laughs> I, I can't I will not repeat on the podcast because this is a, a real human person that I know. I but, remember now. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm but, aware of the 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 lore of fish fish puss. The, the lore of fish puss. <laughs> the deep lore. <laughs> the old magic. <laughs> <laughs> the eldritch horror that is fish puss. Fish puss. All right. The mermaid lay down on her back between Annika's legs, pulling her down onto her face. Annika moaned and rocked her hips. She leaned forward and groped at the mermaid's breasts, fingering the dark, tight nipples. She could feel the mermaid's own groan against her pussy and gasped. They writhed together as the waves washed over them. Uh oh. What's up? You're good. I was sitting mute on my mic because I was just over here like making weird sounds on accident. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, m- most of my sounds have just been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 just trying to envision where all these hands are and like who's in the water and who's who's not in the. I'm just there's a lot going on. I'm it's fine. I'm 100 percent in. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around all the, Lots of the imagery. Math. Yeah. 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 Trying to to paint this gorgeous picture in your brain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They writhed together as the waves washed over them. Annika could feel her orgasm building with the mermaid's expert tongue. The mermaid lifted a hand to fondle her clit as she licked into her pussy. Annika came with a jerk of her hips, slumping over onto the pebble beach. The mermaid hauled herself up to lie beside her. They lay there for a moment, the waves rushing comfortably around them. With Annika's head on the mermaid's chest, they stayed like that until the sun dipped into the horizon, bathing the island in violet light. I should go. Annika sat up. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Thanks, bye. bye. It's just like the delivery. It's like, I should yeah, go. I should get out of here. See you later. <laughs> all right, all right. When you come back, the mermaid said, I'll have a gift for you. The mermaid kissed Annika's jaw and slipped into the water. And that's the end of chapter two. But now we're going to get into mermaid part two, which is chapter four. Sweet. I'm just, oh, hold on. My dog's barking now. Good Lord. Give me just a sec. He's barking doggos, I swear. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) We have needy babies. Yeah, it's okay. I, I keep like, Every time that I get like annoyed, I keep thinking, I don't think I'm going to get another dog ever. <laughs> and then, and then, and then my boo gets like so upset because like he, you know, obviously he likes having a dog. So he wants, yeah. to, but I'm just like, I don't think I want this response. It's stressful. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, like, I think we've talked about this plenty of times. They're just like children. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I think like there are probably a lot less laws governing how you should um, treat your dog, but they are still children and they still need care. They're very needy. Yes. Like, I'm not saying cats aren't, but I feel like dogs are a little bit, they need a little bit more. They're bred that way. Like, you know, they basically came up to our ancestors and like, woof, woof, whatever. And then we bred them to like, hang out with us and need us. It was just this symbiotic relationship that now they're dependent on us. So it's like, well, we did this to ourselves. <laughs> it's just like some people have like really good, like super well-behaved dogs and mm-hmm. like it's no trouble to like have them and it's yeah. not stressful. It's wonderful. Um, but I'm not that person. I create monsters. <laughs> I'm a bad pet parent and I spoil so bad that like she is, she's a little demon now. You and got that's that grandparent me. That's my energy. I do, but except, except she has to come home with me. I don't get to like give her sugar and be like, here you go. Nope. She comes right back. (laughs) Just just telling it like it is. (laughs) He had slipped on a little rug and couldn't get up. Oh, little buddy. So he had like one, he had like his back leg on the rug and then his other leg was on the floor. So every time he tried to get up, they would just slide apart. (laughs) And he's just looking at me like, Papa. (laughs) Papa. (laughs) Papa. I can't, I can't move, Papa. Daddy. Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Help me. (laughs) All right. Chapter four, Mermaid, part two. Annika hopped out of the rowboat and onto the shore, water splashing around her feet. The sun was high in the sky, which was clear and achingly blue. She looked around at the water as she pushed the boat farther up the beach to keep it from floating away. A glimmer of green in the water caught her eye, and she smiled. Stripping off her swimsuit, she lay back on the warm, pebbled beach, water lapping up against her bare skin as the waves came in. Hello, she called. A face popped out of the water, surrounded by a halo of seaweed green hair. The mermaid swam to shore and lay next to Annika. She snuggled up next to her, tail splashing in the shallow water. Hello again. The mermaid said. She leaned over, her voluptuous chest pressed against Annika's arms. Soft, wet lips kissed Annika's cheek. I brought you this. She held out a bracelet. It's beautiful. Annika took it and held it up. Tiny seashells and blue-green gems glinted in the light, held together by delicate chains. 
It can give you a mermaid tail for a short duration, said the mermaid. Then it needs a few days to recharge. Would you like to take it for a spin? Not just yet. Annika kissed the mermaid deeply, snaking her tongue into her mouth, tasting a hint of salt water. Since you said you'd be bringing me a gift, I brought something too. She went to the boat and pulled out a thick pink dildo on a long strap. She held it out to the mermaid. (laughs) Oh? The mermaid took the strap on and inspected it, running a finger along the straps. How does this work? Let me show you. Annika wrapped the strap around the mermaid's hips and tightened it so the dildo would stay at her pelvis. She pushed the mermaid down and straddled her hips. She had spent the past couple of days in anticipation of this moment and couldn't wait to get the dildo inside of her. I see. Quite useful. Although, let me warm up. Let me warm you up. This seems a little large to put in right away. The mermaid pressed two webbed fingers into Annika's folds. Annika moaned and gyrated her hips as the mermaid fucked her with her fingers. As the mermaid gently pulled her hand away from her pussy, Annika lifted herself over the strap-on. She bucked her hips against it a couple times, just to give the mermaid a show. Feeling the soft pink tip brushing against her labia, she then lowered herself onto it, gasping as it filled her. She could feel its ribbed length massaging her insides, and she bounced a couple of times. The mermaid grabbed a handful of ass in each hand, rocking Annika back and forth. Annika groaned in pleasure, letting the mermaid lift and lower her by her hips. Through half-closed eyes, she could see the mermaid watching her, green eyes wide with interest. The mermaid took a hand from Annika's ask. Ask? (laughs) Ass. That was me. I said that wrong. I feel a little parched. Also, I just, I love that she was like, I brought a gift for you. It's like the um, Simpsons, Homer bringing back a bowling ball for Marge. <laughs> it's just like, uh, is it a gift for you? Kind of feels like a gift for me. Oh, good episode. It's a dick in a box. <laughs> Let's see, where was I? Okay. The mermaid took a hand from Annika's ass to gently brush her thumb against her clit. Annika threw her head back and keened at the touch. She was getting close, but she wanted to ride the high forever. The mermaid quickened the pace of her fingers on Annika's clit. Annika couldn't hold on anymore. She came, screaming, spraying fluid all over the mermaid's stomach. She panted and slumped over onto her, pressing kisses to the mermaid's cheek and neck. The mermaid giggled and kissed Annika on the mouth. Oh, wait, sorry, that's me. Also, this seems like a very one-sided sexual relationship so far. It's not It's not getting any better. <laughs> I want to try, Annika said. Okay, but how? I'm not built the same way you are. Annika undid the strap and sat up to wrap it around herself. Have you sucked a dick before? The mermaid nodded. Of course. I have a tendency to be a rough lover. Can you handle that? The mermaid blushed. That sounds like fun. Annika stood up on her knees and took the mermaid by the hair. She lifted her and pressed her cheeks to the dildo's tip. Annika's juices smeared across the mermaid's face. The mermaid obediently opened her... (laughs) I'm 
having a conniption over here. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She lifted her and pressed her cheek to the dildo's tip. Annika's juice smeared across the mermaid's face. The mermaid obediently opened her mouth and took it in. Annika bucked her hips and fucked the mermaid's mouth, feeling her cheeks rub against her thighs as she thrusted. She'd always loved the feeling of having someone's head in her hands and controlling their movements like this. She looked down, admiring the mermaid's beautiful ocean blue eyes as they looked up at her adoringly. She saw the pink rubber of the dildo slide past her full lips and down her throat as she hilted herself. The mermaid hummed happily around the dildo. Annika pulled her off the strap-on and tilted her head back by the hair. Drool dripped down and from the corner of the mermaid's open mouth. She panted as she looked up at Annika, breasts heaving. How did I do? She asked Annika. Annika looked down at her, feeling a flutter of warmth. You did wonderfully, Annika said. She stroked the mermaid's cheek. That was fun. The mermaid smiled at her. We should do that again sometime. They lay together in companionable silence. Com- they lay together in companion. Com- they lay together in companionable. <laughs> they lay together it. in companionable. <laughs> Compan- what can I say? Companionable. That's a hard okay. one. Companionable. Companionable. Yeah. You so. said it now. Okay, I'll do it like yeah. you said. They lay together in companionable silence for a while before Annika spoke. Why don't we go for a swim? I want to try out the bracelet you gave me. She slipped it on her wrist and felt a rush of energy wash over her. Then came the peculiar sensation of her legs merging together to form a long coral red fishtail. Amazing. Annika flapped her tail around, splashing up the water. The mermaid giggle. Let's go. I have so much I want to show you. The end. <laughs> Woot. Woot. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just magnificent and... It felt it may not have been, but it felt very written by a man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so because like all the stories that this person has written so far, like the the human character has been a woman and yeah. has also been the main character. Yeah. It's possible. It's just that sex scene felt very much like um lesbian porn that's clearly not made for lesbians. Yeah, like no one's feeling anything. I could see that for sure. Well, you know, especially the second part around, like other than like feeling like the sense of control that they said yeah, that Annika yeah. liked feeling like I get that. That's but. definitely. Yeah. You can definitely get like some dom, big dom energy yeah. <laughs> with yeah. the lesbian sex. I'm not claiming otherwise, but it's just the, the whole dynamic of it felt very men writing women, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look up Sugar Fairy and see, you know. I I do understand now why um, that one guy wanted to get himself a mermaid wife. Though. Oh yeah, apparently they're very giving because yeah. like not like, once did that mermaid come. No, she didn't even try. She's like, "Yep, yeah, it's cool." I it's guess fine. normally she just lays eggs and somebody comes on it. So she's yeah, like, "That's so sad, though, that you don't mm-hmm. ever get to come." But like. The wait, okay, no, that was a human that had the pussy. I mean, I, yeah. I do know people who, I mean, I'm I'm one of them that get off on the other person getting off. So like, yeah. I don't always feel the need 
to come when I know the other person is coming. Like that, okay. that is nice for me. I think that's especially important when um, the physiology of both the people are quite a bit different. Um, you know, I don't know much about fish and don't know much about <laughs> mer people and their anatomy. Um, but yeah, based on the story, it sounds like hopefully the mer person was kind of one of those people who gets off on their partner getting off. Um, I mean, they did seem like they at, not at any point did they seem like they weren't having a good time. Yeah, and there was consent, which was nice. It was just like, oh, hey, would you like to do this thing? Because like they were like whipped out this dildo, the strap on, uh, but they did like say, "Do you want to?" And you know, she was very much like, "Yes." It was a very clear yes, which I appreciated. Yeah, that's yeah. always good. I yeah. am still wondering how, since strap ons do a lot of like between the leg. Just I'm wondering how that that stayed on comfortably, but. I mean, I imagine you make it work when you want to. <laughs> yeah, and then like besides the fact that the fish person didn't have legs, they're also like sopping wet, you know? Like they, yeah. they live in the ocean. They are slick. You know, you ever try to hold a fish? Here's here's one thing though that I, I, I do want to point out. Like I'm almost positive that earlier on in the story it was a lake. Yeah. And then they're like salt. I mean, are there saltwater lakes? I could be fucking stupid. I don't know. There are, but not super common. Um, Because they're like, she tasted of saltwater. Yeah. But she's in a lake. Every time I visualize the story, I just imagined, you know, because like not many beaches are very private, you know, like maybe I just have not had the privilege of having a private beach, but like, I just imagined people like looking like, oh, why never clutching my pearls as like this woman just runs around naked from the pier and then just like starts fucking a mermaid. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like if I retired people be like, if I walked out of the woods and saw a woman with a strap on face fucking a mermaid, I'd be like, well, I never. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be jammed. I didn't expect any of this to be fair. For sure. All righty. Well, would either of you fuck a mermaid? I mean, once face fucking got introduced, yeah, I'm down. I I wasn't going to be down because I was like, (laughs) I don't really want to stick my penis in a fish. But yeah, once the mouth got in there, I was like, yeah, okay. It's still a fish mouth. Well, it's a a person-shaped mouth. mouth. Yeah, Person-shaped mouth. Yeah, I, I do like that they made a point of having them not fuck underwater because I'm pretty sure that's pretty unhealthy, right? Like, that's not good for your bits. No, that's UTI immediately. Yeah, yeah. UTI you know, territory. Like, that's what uh, those little boric, boric acid pills are for, or uh, not pill, but suppositories. That's, you uh-huh. just pop one of those bad boys in there. Well, it's like <laughs> rock and roll. I, I anticipated this question from you, Jim. And so I was thinking about it. I'm like, well... The idea of fucking underwater sounds great, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not good for your stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, sure, I fuck with a mermaid, whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it would depend because, like, okay, is the top part fish enough to be fish? Because I don't want to fuck a fish. Yeah, I don't you know. I don't, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, is it very half and half kind of thing? Like, is it? Just straight up um, figure on or human on top, fish on bottom. Yeah, because human on top, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that is the general appeal of mermaids. That it's like 
Well, there's a lot of like human part. There's this half human part. It's nice. I still love that. The whole thing about like if a mermaid um, mates with a minotaur and then it just comes out human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that little gem I found today on the gram. (laughs) All righty. So good stopping point, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So special thanks as always for listening. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at love at first sighting. You can catch our episodes on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find podcasts. We also have our RSS feed on our bios for both our social media accounts. We have a Gmail. Please write to us laughspod at gmail.com. That's L A F S at gmail.com. We are searching for some cryptid cupids to help us either find and or write some uh, stuff for our podcast. If that interests you and you want to be matched with a lovely creature, please hit us up. We love it. Or just tell us nice things. Um, Also, speaking of nice things, please leave us a review. You know, we like nice reviews, but like if you have some feedback, we'll take that too. Any kind of um, review would be great for our podcast. It helps us kind of, you know, go up the charts. But yeah, I would say, does anyone else have anything before we go? Also, the uh, I just saw that the spooky booty shorts are going on sale today at 5 p.m. I know, I'm almost like, oh, we got to get it. Give us spooky booty short money, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it, we will post it. We will. This is our first uh, social media campaign. If you give us money, wait, do we even have a way to get money? No. We don't. <laughs> maybe let's not yet. Maybe yeah. wait. We we maybe do need wait, to go y'all. ahead and set that up. I, I just haven't had time to really invest in it. But um I did want to say uh, earlier you said love at first sighting. Twitter is actually laughs pod, the L A F S P O D. I just want to make sure people can find us on the twit because I'm really funny. And, <laughs> and I keep posting all these great things on Twitter and Instagram. Although most of the stuff I've been posting on Instagram is stuff that you guys find and send to me. But either way, I'm still hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Coco kind of drives that ship. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll keep you updated on how you can give us money so we can get spooky booty shorts. Um, But yeah, I would say if no one else has anything, watch the shadows, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Go face fuck a mermaid. (laughs) <laughs> consensually consensually yes, yes. please always ask forever first. it's always extremely important extremely important okay all right now face fuck it <laughs> <laughs>